Welcome to the greatest episode of Stranded you'll ever hear. We've been gone for a while. A, one, a rapper that I just saw in concert once said I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. That was logic. The song's everybody if you want to listen to it. We've been gone for a long time, but we're back now. And uh, we have an exclusive... In- He's never done one of these before. Never before in his life. We have an exclusive interview with the commissioner of the Fantasy Football League, the Rambler League, the one and only... What we're going to call him Nick. Nick, how are we today? I'm well, Nick. How about you? Oh, I'm just dandy. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Uh, it, I'm excited. I'm excited. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun time. And, um, wow, don't sound so excited. Um, <laughs> we have a ton to talk about. We're going to, we're going to crap on some people. Um, we're going to, we're going to break down the draft a bit. We're going to predict the first round. We're not going to reveal too much of our own draft plans, but we're going to definitely try to make it interesting. Um, first, we're going to interview the notorious Nick here for a bit. Um, not me. I'm not going to interview myself. We're going to interview the other Nick. And uh, I'd also like to plug Almost Island Media, which is totally still a thing. Um, no one else knows it, but we've been working on a YouTube channel for a while. We're going to have like top 10s and top 5s and stuff. Uh, that's in the works. Uh, the Twitter's going to be active again soon. We'll have Stranded every week again starting later in August as well as No Boundaries which is like a pop culture show um, definitely hang around for that we're about to you know uh, partner with Spreaker and uh, we're going to get the content out there but uh, right now it's enough uh, you know plug in it's time to interview the man the myth the legend uh, Nick Nick how you been it's been a while yeah absolutely you know just hard working not a lot else going on with me but I'm excited for another successful fantasy football season Hopefully a lot of competition. Hopefully no cheating going on this year. Oh boy, we're throwing the shade already. Um, yeah, um, it's my third year in this league. Still incredibly honored. Um, each season, you know, I'm gonna just set out my goals here. The goal is to obviously win the title, but my my other goal, my other main goal, is to make the playoffs because both my first two years, I had to win one of the last two games to make it into the playoffs, and then I lost both games. And it's just, it's so unfortunate. You know, the storylines like that are what make this league so great. You know, for a, for a fantasy football league, this with like a bunch of like 19 and 18 and soon to be like 20 year olds, like there's a ton of drama and it feels like, it feels like real and like there's so much investment in it. It's like wonderful. It's so wonderful. Yeah, I'm excited. We got a new, new league member this year. Gonna be drafting first overall. First overall, our buddy Kyle. That happened to me before too. Um, I joined a league at my uh, dad's work, and I got first overall pick. Who'd you take with that pick? Um, I think it. How many years ago is that? Three or four? I believe it was. Uh, um, wow, this is killing way too much. I think it was Bell. That was the year Andrew Luck and the Colts were supposed to like go to the Super Bowl, and then they just completely tanked. Yeah. And everyone was like, some dude that drafted second called me an idiot to my face for not taking Andrew Luck, and he was like banged up and played like crap when he did play, and I you know, made it to the chip and lost by like six points. So. Yeah, and why would you ever draft a quarterback in the first round anyway? Yeah. Talk about a noob. No, the scoring was stupid. It was like uh, ESPN scoring. Like quarterbacks get like 50 points. Six-point touchdown. It was a half point for every probably. 20 yards. It was the uh, most the, – the scoring was like in the 200 sometimes. It was such a joke. It was such a joke. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of good storylines. We have villains. We have fan favorites. 
Um, the villains know who they are. The fan favorites might not know who they are. I don't know where I stand on that list. Um, also, want to give a shout out to uh, Aaron, my man Aaron. Um, no, there's there, there's been a lot of uh, talk about what I say about this man, but you know what? He beat me three times last year. I respect the hell out of him. <laughs> respect the hell out of Aaron. My other goal this year is to beat Aaron at least once. I don't know how many times we play, but he beat me three times last year. Still should have played Blake Bortles against him there to make it into the playoffs, but beating Aaron is a main goal this year. Respect the hell out of the guy. Best of luck to him. Best of luck to Kyle, too. He has the first pick in the draft, as you brought light on earlier. Yeah, Rip, Doug, you may or may not be missed this year. Probably not, but, you know, you know shout out. You know, Rip, Doug, potentially. Potentially. He might wean his way in there. I mean, he keeps telling me apparently he has a league vote. I don't know what that's about, but. Uh, he just wants to be involved. He's like, he's like when your like little cousin comes up and like wants to like act like he's a part of a family event when you're all together. Yeah, it's like playing Xbox when you give him a controller but you don't turn it on. Oh man, so he thinks he's playing the game, but he's really not. That was that was brutal. He just torched the kid, live not live but on <laughs> air, torched him on air. Um, all right, so um, well we'll kind of ask some questions. We're just gonna kind of talk and then get into some stuff later. But um, what what year is this now for the league? Let's see, 2018, this is going to be our fourth fourth season now. Uh, originally, Alec was the commissioner that first year. It was, it was fantastic because I'd been in previous football leagues, but never with like friends, more or less so family. And it was a, it was a, a successful year, but it was definitely interesting. He had two cousins that were in the league that may or may not have been real people. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. I don't even remember if it was like it could have been literally. I think it honestly was ten. No, I think it was eight teams maybe. I so, believe it was eight. I think it was, I was eight. part of the expansion to ten. Yeah, yeah. And now, and now we're up to twelve now. But so you know, eight teams and two of them may or may not be real, and they may or not may or may not be satellite teams for him. So <laughs> that was that's there's an asterisk on that season, but it was fun. Enjoyed it. I took over after that year, and we've had some good. Good uh, past few seasons. So, here. so were you voted in, or did he just like say, "Hey, I don't really want to handle this anymore"? You know, I don't really remember how it went, but hey, I mean, I'm more than willing to step down if I ever have to, if he ever wanted to redo it. But as far as I know, I think I'm doing a good job with the, with uh, the occasion of Adam telling me that I'm the commissioner and I rig something. But you know, other than that, I think I I'm think, doing a decent I job. think you're well respected. Generally, there's a there's a couple people that might uh might disagree and. But uh, overall, you know, I think you do a good job, obviously, not just because you're on my show talking to me two feet away from me right now. But um, I think you handle the controversy well. And uh, you ever need a co-commissioner, I would be more than willing to. Not co, but like uh, assistant. I respect Dan. Well, we actually, we've had, I was going to say, we've had Dan. We have Dan. As our co-commissioner right now, grooming him. He's like the former Adam Silver to, what was it? Oh, and Stern. Stern, When Stern was there. Shouted him. <laughs> Obviously, I would love to help out in a bigger way, but uh, you know, I know people people might not trust me for some reason. I don't as know you said is. before, I think you still have your former job as sticker bitch this year coming. You up. know, I I really want to do some. I was gonna like live commentate the draft. Well, I know Aaron's really into Periscope, so maybe he'd do something like that. You know, I, I know. if if we get me and Aaron set up at a desk, just. You know, talk, I know Aaron likes to like talk about picks all the time. I remember baseball and football. He always comment. He has like immediate thoughts on. He's really like quick on his feet there to like just know stuff. I think it'd be very fun to do that with him. But uh, yeah, definitely. Um, is that Twitter still like active for the league? 
I don't know. I was know. saying we should make if we should. I would love to run the Twitter. Yeah, I'll have to. T- I was gonna say. I guess we can talk to him right after this. I'm assuming. He yeah, I would love to run the Twitter. I think we could make that really funny. Yeah, it'd be fun, especially if we could leak people's draft picks oh, and trades. Yeah, we uh. So far, Kyle has not leaked anything. We've gotten Aaron Hernandez as potential. Uh, I think we also heard about Brian Wells might be going. Brian in the first Wells. Round this it year. has nothing to do with the Wells case, though. This draft has nothing to do with the Wells case. Nothing at all. Um, back back to the questions. Back. We talked earlier. Or actually, no. Let's go to this. Like the league's grown from eight to ten to twelve. Did you intend for it to be at like one number, or did you just like say, "Hey, I think it just we have more friends that want to get in." Yeah, so I let's think it just, just naturally happened with more people. I think it brings more competition, more fun. Uh, I don't know if ever, if any of you have ever really gone out of that circle, but like overall, leagues that are below ten teams are really disregarded in the eyes of fantasy football players yeah uh they're basically seen as non-competitive leagues i mean everyone teaches their own they have their own opinion but i don't think until 12 teams it gets really exciting that's when you actually have to make good smart late draft picks uh this offseason we had talks of 10 or 12 and obviously we had one uh anonymous member who said i want 10 teams just because that's what i want there wasn't much else other than apparently it's too hard to get people off the waiver wires or this or that. But, you know, what I have to say to that is more people, you just have to play smarter. And if you're really that good, you'll persevere. I feel like that's where it becomes more real life, too, where Absolutely. you shouldn't be expecting to pick up guys that score 10-plus points off waivers. You have to make trades. Mm-hmm. That encourages it And I think that adds activity. a sense of realism to it, yep. yeah. And then as it grows, like back to when we were originally at 8, I shouldn't say we because I wasn't a part of it at that point. But how did you say, like, these are the guys I want in this league right now? Like, Alex Cousins left, I'm guessing. And oh, yeah, it was they're... like, it was like, who do I want in this league to start it right now? How was that, like, about? Was it, like, first come, first served kind of deal? or? Yeah, I mean, I have to think. I'm not really sure about the personnel, but it was practically uh, the carryover from that first year. I think we basically kept that same group, and I'm trying to think of who came into it when those two left, but... I mean, other than that, I went from there and basically just started to include more people in our inner circle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, we did uh, – this is where I was going to go before I started this uh, section of questions. We, we talked about heroes and villains here. I need right now, just off the cuff, biggest villain in the league. Everybody wants to beat him when they play him. Biggest hero in the league. Biggest, like, fan favorite people want to see him succeed. If that's possible, because I know that can vary really easily. My picks for this year, uh, I mean, without a doubt, Jared's definitely the villain of this league. I mean, I think he lives for it. I think he likes to hear that. Keeps him going. I mean, come on. How can you not hate the kid when he (laughs) he drafts Kareem Hunt this year and starts rooting for a Spencer Ware injury? I mean, he didn't even know much about Kareem Hunt as far as I know. He was kind of just like, oh, I heard he's supposed to be good. I'll throw a dart at him. And then I've never seen someone get so thrilled over a other player being hurt. But, hey, you know, you do you. It's working for you. You're seeing success with your team somehow. Yep, he is successful. Maybe that's why we hate him. Yeah. A uh, hero for this year for me personally is Kyle. Kyle. I give him crap, but, hey, it's because uh, not much else to hate about him. Wish he'd play Fortnite with us once in a yeah. while. But, hey, you yeah. know, I get it. You have other priorities. I'm a, I'm a big Kyle guy. I would also put Dan up there on my personal. Yeah. How can you not like Dan? Yeah, see that one's interesting. I love the kid, but let's just say somehow, somehow, some way, every year he finds a way to pull off some trade. He if does. It was, you know, this Always. year with Aaron, not really sure where that one's going. Or back to fantasy baseball, where he stripped Rory of uh, Manny Machado for basically 
pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know why he wants to be a doctor. He might as well be a business major oh, out here wow. swindling. Wow. Throwing shade here on the podcast. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a hell of a year. I feel like everyone is really antsy right now. And another thing we're doing, we're drafting before preseason even starts this year. Yeah, it's going to be so the earliest draft we've ever I had. I think preseason, we're all going to hold our breath. For injuries, We're yeah. all holding our breath as far as injuries. I can only just – I just keep thinking of Jordy Nelson a couple of years ago every time. Shout out, Adam. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. But uh, I, I would definitely agree with the uh, Jared pick for uh, biggest villain, um, most definitely. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time. Um, speaking of heroes and villains, uh, is there a rivalry week this year? Don't we know that far ahead yet? I mean, I'd have to look into like doing the scheduling for that. Uh, with twelve teams, I'm not sure if I've if I've done it with twelve. If it was last year or not, if that was when we had ten. Really, I have to go and try and find like the algorithm to like line up the weeks to make sure everyone yeah. plays each person however many times and this and that before the playoffs start. So we'll put that as like a TBA type of deal. Yeah, TBA, yeah. TBD. I know that's a very popular uh, deal there. We yeah. Get- with that being said, we'd have to figure out matchups as well. I know we have some people that have kind of like disappeared really just at Brian. So I don't know where he would be in that puzzle, but um, if you want to come back and uh, rebound from his down year last year. Absolutely. Um, while we're here, um, speaking of the rivalries, um, you, we've heard all about it. We've seen the ads on pay-per-view and stuff. Uh, Mark and Jared fight night. We've seen fights added to the undercard. Um, do you, as a commissioner, condone a potential just all-out brawl between Mark and Jared? Absolutely. I would love to see that happen. Um, who's your money on in that one? You know, I keep going back and forth on that one, and I really don't want to be on air with with who I actually would go with because it's going to be, for me, it would be a game-time decision. Okay, that's but fair. It's really tough for me. Really close. I don't think there's a clear favorite. Can we have it as like a in like an intro to the draft? Like, we're all getting there ready uh, for the draft, and these two just go after it. I'd love to see it. I they think bring gloves. there's a big mar- – I have got, some gloves here. I got a big backyard. Make it happen. He does. We can just do it on the trampoline <laughs> inside. No one can escape. So, with that being said, do we want to move into some of our actual player content? Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So, um, we're, we're kind of freelancing here. Uh, what did you want to get to first? I guess we could start on – some uh, new faces new in faces. different places. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, the biggest ones we've seen this offseason would probably have to be the quarterback uh, carousel. We saw Kirk Cousins go from Washington to Minnesota. Alex Smith came over from Kansas City to take his place in Washington. The second-year quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, is the uh, presumable starter in Kansas City. Other than that, I think uh, – I mean, we saw Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford's going to be in Arizona. Yep. Teddy Bridgewater went to New York. But he's honestly only looking to be probably the second or third stringer on that yeah. roster. Behind, it's a shame. Uh, he's behind – I think he's probably behind McCown, who's probably second. But, yeah. And then Darnold <laughs> might be starting that year – like starting the year there. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one to see. Uh, T- Tyrod Taylor went to Cleveland. We got McCarron in Buffalo. I mean, realistically, I don't see a lot of these being, like, huge big fantasy. Moves, no. Yeah, in terms of fantasy, not too big. Uh, I think, I mean, Kirk's always been up there in Minnesota. That could be good. I think that's probably a positive fantasy move for him. Absolutely. Alex Smith, the Washington, I'm interested by that. I know they had a pretty good year last year, Kansas City as a whole did. But I could see that 
being a good place for him to be. Yeah. Mahomes is going to be really interesting for me, not really because of him, but to see the impact he has on uh, a top three tight end in Travis Kelsey, a top 10 running back in uh, Kareem Hunt, as well as just the whole offense as a whole. Yeah. Um, I liked Cousins to Minnesota a lot. I liked McCarron to Buffalo, actually. I yeah, think that's really a very underrated. interesting move. And then uh, Sam Bradford to the Cardinals. I want to say that's a good move, but he gets hurt so often. Like, it's hard to say. Very hard to say. I mean, especially considering who he has behind him there, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, What else we want to talk about here? What other moves? We want to talk about uh some receivers, maybe. Yeah, sure. Who do you have in mind? I liked uh, Jordy going to the Raiders because they lost Crabtree. And they replaced uh, yeah. him. They replaced him with Jordy Nelson, who I think is better than my. Well, I wouldn't say better than Crabtree, but Michael Crabtree. He's still a top tier receiver. One of the players I heavily associate with Adam. I remember <laughs> last year he was telling me a story about how he drafted uh, Michael Crabtree. I think. Well, no, it was definitely later than uh, the presumed number one, Amari Cooper. That was a pick by Aaron. I remember Aaron saying, Adam was saying that he was like, "Oh, why'd you draft a number two wide receiver?" So then, like, all of last season, Adam would be mocking him, saying number two wide receiver. But in reality, <laughs> Michael Crabtree blew Amari Cooper out of the water in terms of total fantasy points. Yeah. So um, he's actually in Baltimore now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Baltimore. Then, and Jordy to Oakland. Very interesting to see what Baltimore does with Lamar Jackson. I think he's one of the bigger, like, fantasy, like, gambles I think you can yeah, take. Yeah, I mean, everyone says it, but he reminds me of Michael Vick. They're saying he's going to get a lot of, like, snaps in. They're just going to use him as, like, a utility, like, whatever they need to use him, apparently. Yeah, I mean, that's probably not something – I don't know about this year, next year for sure, but this year it's something worth monitoring. Maybe if Joe Flacco got hurt, he could be a good villain starter. Absolutely. I've, he's Sean Watson last year for he, you. Yeah, that was a shame. That year, I don't know who it was, drafted uh, Dak Prescott late, too. Yeah, uh, that was Doug. Maybe. Was it Doug? I don't even know if he was in Doug or yet. Thomas, I think. I think it was Thomas. It might have been Thomas. But, yeah, he turned out to be a stud. That year, I don't know. Last year was kind of a down regression, but, you know. Didn't Thomas take Trevor's story when he had all those dingers in the beginning of the season, too, in baseball? Yeah, Thomas has these great last-round picks. Shout-out to Thomas, by the way. Hope you're doing well. I'd like to see you make the playoffs this year, man. I I want to see some different faces in the playoffs this year. I'm not just saying that because I want to be in the playoffs this year. (laughs) Obviously, I want to get in the playoffs for the first time instead of being the first or second guy out, but. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd like to touch on some of these – potential breakout and bust players, but I don't really want to give out too much to our league. Yeah, yeah, in, we can in talk terms about of my it. players, but cuz I'm at a, I'm at a point where like I really liked some a lot of the pieces on my team last year, but I obviously don't want to redraft like the majority of that team cuz yeah. I feel like there's a lot of especially like with guys like Watson, mm-hmm. like you don't know cuz he was young and like you're not sure how defenses were going to respond to him yet. And plus like once you I mean I don't know about your team, but if you have a really solid team most of the times of next year like this year uh, they're going to have too high of ADPs for you to actually get all of them back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like Juju. Yeah, I mean, he definitely shot up. I think you, yeah, he, you had him yeah, last year. Yeah, I had year him last year. He had know. a couple of really good games, and he had some mediocre and bad games mm-hmm. thrown in. Um, I, mean, I think – I was going to say, where have you – I think his ADP is probably like anywhere from third to fifth round this year. Oh, absolutely. Not quite sure where they have him on the actual rankings, but – that's the thing what's wild about this year is I've been saying it to my buddies that the rankings really don't matter. You might as well throw them out this year. Like you got players that traditionally have been top five picks in like Julio Jones and Odell Beckham 
I mean, a lot of the running, it's just that this year people are tending to be running back heavy. Yeah. So, like, you know, the running backs are going off the board first. But so, for example, in my mock drafts, I've seen Beckham and uh, Julio going as early as six or seven and as late as 18, On to be completely honest I've seen you. I've seen DeAndre Hopkins inside the oh, top he's, 10 quite he's a bit, Oh, he's the other too. one. Yeah, Hopkins, yeah, Hopkins has been the presumed number two wide receiver this year for fantasy, according to most analysts. And then, the two uh, of those wide receivers, they go as early as Nick said. And I've seen them go into the second round, so it's going to be anyone's guess. To I've this also seen Michael Thomas around mm-hmm. the top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keenan Allen's top 15, most things I've checked out thus far. Dalvin Cook, who got hurt last year, has also been – him yeah. and David Johnson both inside the top 15. And I feel like yeah. that's where they are caliber-wise, but in terms of just coming off injuries and stuff. You know, like, it's funny you bring that one up. I think that one's definitely interesting that – Cook himself or both of them? I think it's interesting that they're in similar situations, both really good running backs, uh, good backfields with, like, you know, not a lot of competition for touches. And I've seen David Johnson usually as a top three pick, and then we have Dalvin Cook, who's been a fringe first, second-round pick. Uh, I think they have similar question marks being carried, but, you know, people are going off the track record there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I here, here, Here's something I'll say live on air. I have the second pick. Um, I'm probably not going to take David Johnson. <laughs> Just I, Yeah, with that being said, let's try it. What do you think? He started off shaky last year, then he got hurt. Yeah. And, like, I'd, I'm not touching David Johnson. So Kyle, there you go. You're Kyle. What are you thinking here at first overall? I'm I mean, Kyle. We're assuming. I know it's half PPR, but once again, like, people are all caught up in this whole running back craze. So it's going to probably be a running back. I feel like Gurley... Gurley's probably my idea of who yeah. would go for. If Kyle doesn't take Gurley, I'm going to take Gurley. Yeah. I could see. The thing is, for me, I can make the case for Gurley. I can make the case for Bell. You can make the case for David Johnson. He was last year's basically consensus number one overall pick. Yeah. With him or Bell. And to be honest with you, I can see Zeke going first overall. People are really high on Zeke. I see Zeke. Brown's up. Brown's Brown is the top up there three as well. possibilities and, as well. I mean, I have never seen Hopkins in terms of like top seven, like ADPs, but I have actually seen. Saquon Barkley go as high as number one in some of my mocks. Really, People I've seen him high. as five mm-hmm. in a few things. I did two mock drafts. He was five. his ceiling. His ceiling is like as high as any running back in this draft. The whole yeah. question is his floor as well as what his team's going to look like with actually having a bell cow running back. They haven't yeah. had one in years. Um, a lot of fun young running backs though still in this league right now. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I, I like Gurley's still young. What's he in his fourth year now? I think fourth or. Somewhere around there. Yeah, I was gonna got, say I was gonna say third, third or fourth. Um, I think it's fourth because I had him or no. Uh, he got dra- he went undrafted. Someone had someone year. had him. Then I picked him up second year and he did shit. Then he did really well last year. He is. He was drafted in. Yeah, he's going into his fourth year. Yeah. Yep. Then um. Yeah, 2015 he came. In I love league. Zeke too. First round pick. I love Zeke. Then, um, I mean, Saquon Barkley's here now, too. I mean, a lot of young, exciting running backs here, mm-hmm. all within, like, five years of starting their career. Um, and fantasy-wise, it's just insane because you have no clue who the hell's going where. It's such a toss-up. Well, with all it's this. really funny, though, because if you look at the last three years, because, like, that's really how our life of our league's been, how long that's been around. It's uh, There's been this trend, obviously, as they've been shifting their focus from wide receiver to running back with the myth that, running backs are harder to come by yeah which in my opinion really isn't the case i understand there's gonna be there's been a decline in bell cow running backs but the biggest thing has been the i'm trying to think if it was the 2015 or 2016 season one of those years running backs were atrocious 
like just as a whole. And so I think that's what really sparked this movement. Because yeah. Well, last year, year they were by the third round. We mm-hmm. were like, "Who am I supposed to take?" I have one yeah, running back. Yeah, it wasn't right now. last year. It was two years ago. I think it was that the top five, at the very least, the top three picks were some combination of Brown, Julio, and OBJ. And this year, you're seeing. I mean, Brown's still up there, but you're seeing Julio and and uh, OBJ literally slipping into the second round, which is crazy in a twelve team league. Yeah. Um. A lot of these guys are like receiving backs too, which I think makes them pretty versatile. Um, I think that's why I've seen guys like Christian McCaffrey inside the top twenty-five too, because rushing-wise, he's was not that good last year. But like little dump-off passes, that's where he made the majority of his yeah, points absolutely. at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of these top running backs are like three, you know, like the true three-down backs. But uh, for example, that's the one I would probably have highlighted too is Christian McCaffrey. Not really seen, not really seen yet, as if he's physical enough to take that burden and run between the tackles. But I mean, he looks like to have a pretty concrete second round draft value as of right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you think? Camara? I Arg- think arguably the most polarizing player this year in the first round. I think round. Alec snags him. If he gets to Alec, what picks does he have? Uh, I think eight. Alec, I don't, I don't if he's think, not gone, Alec will take yeah, him. I, but think. I don't think, I don't think he'll go to eight. I don't see him going that far either. I but think six or seven. Probably. I don't know. It's it's a toss up really. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so many. It's how you want to build your team is who you're gonna take. Exactly. Like Obviously, right now, that's goes up being said. Dan, but. I've been telling my buddies, and I truly mean this. Got no idea what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna go into this draft saying I'm gonna go running back, running back. I'm gonna go running back, yeah. wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Well, uh, I'm going best player available. I have I, uh, I have an offer 12. for my third round pick right now. And uh, there's a guy I want to get my second round pick, and then I'll see I'll see where that goes. So we might have like a day of trade there. Um, but I like that though. Like in the snake, when it comes back, I'll have my pick. Then mm-hmm. Kyle will have two picks. Then I'll have the like next pick in the fourth yeah. I round, drafted. So. I actually drafted last year from round. the two hole. I and like I'm that, a, and I'm in a pretty close uh, situation with how you are. Twelve teams. Uh, Alec took David Johnson. I took Bell. I was really happy with how the uh, my draft played out, but I liked I like being practically right before the turn. This year I'm on the turn, so yeah, cool to see. I don't like the middle. I like the ends. Yeah, the only reason I was happy about the middle this year is because I feel like there's some pretty quality first round picks to I'm, have. Yeah. Um, overall, yeah. There's a ton of talent in that projected first round. Mm-hmm. It's just oozing talent. Probably one of the once again one of the most volatile drafts. I'll probably ever be a part yeah, of. Yeah, this is this is an exciting year, I think. There's no concrete. You have no idea where anyone's going, to be honest with you. I can see so many players slipping, so many players being reached for. And I'm not even going to call them reaches. Like that's, You just don't know where they should go. Well, speaking of reaches, my personal favorite, Julian Edelman, <laughs> suspended. Still might take him in the second round just to have him. Yeah, I was going to say, I've been telling my friends, please don't draft Julian Edelman. Uh, he's mine this year. Well, the, nothing was a better, you know... What's the word I want to use here? Nothing was better introduction for me to the league than taking Julian Edelman in the second round my first year. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Adam more pissed off before. Okay, but I'm not going to justify it because was that stupid? Yes, but I took Cooper. It was on the turn. Yeah. And, like, I think I had second or third pick. Yeah, you were up there. So, I and mean, it I didn't took, matter what I order. Took, I took, if I would have said Cooper, then Edelman in the third round, it would have been fine. But since I did Edelman, then Cooper, yeah. it was just, like, an absolute, like, hellstorm. Yeah. And I'm not going to justify it because that was, that was relatively dumb. But, I mean. I feel you. Do you want to delve into mocking our first round? Uh, is there anything else you want to do before? Um. Yeah, if I get first pick, 
because I don't want to say second pick because then I think people will try to, you know, read into that's who I'm taking. So See, I don't know how we want to do this then because I'm not giving up. I don't, I don't know who I'm picking, what so if I was we, thinking we could just go. What if in no particular order we list the 12 guys we think will go in the first round? <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So, I mean. Okay, I'll we're going to write from... this down for uh, for research purposes. <laughs> we're going to write this down and then see how wrong we were at uh, draft day. Yeah, rather than putting a number on it, we'll just go down the list of – we'll just go with the people with, the, with uh, ADPs of 1 through 12, and we'll see if we think they're going to be in the – if they'll actually make it there or not. Uh, so we're just going to use the half PPR rankings according to Fantasy Pros just because that's of like uh, – what's the word? It uh, takes all the different analysts and the the, uh, the general consensus. Yeah, <laughs> averages them all out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna swig my water to keep talking. All right, well, I gotta load it up here. So we're gonna do it's a consensus of 70 experts as of July 23rd today. And like we said, it's gonna probably be a joke listening to this when the season starts because of how early we're drafting, unfortunately. But all right, top players. We'll go from we'll start at one. Todd Gurley. Absolutely going in the first round. My guess would be first overall. That's where I would take him. Number two, we got Bell. I mean, once again, Bell's going. I don't really know if he'll go. I could see Bell going. He'll first round. I don't know if he'll be a second overall pick. but Yeah, Bell's going to, especially because the concerns with him holding out or whatnot over his contract extension. I see Bell going as high as first. And honestly, could slip as low as five, but past that, no way. I don't think he falls out of the top five. Me no, either. I see him falling to five potentially. Mm-hmm. David Johnson, like we were just saying though, David Johnson, I could see slipping down two, seven, or eight. Yeah, he could fall. Fa- like I said, he did not play well before he like got injured last yeah, year. I can plus, see if he was playing well, mm-hmm. but and he plus wasn't. The Cardinals and the Cardinals themselves didn't get better. Yeah, arguably a better quarterback, but other than that, really not much to see there. Uh, offensive line's not that great still. Four is Antonio Brown, according to uh, ADP. I can see Brown going as high as first and as low as probably five. I don't see him dropping out of the top five either. Yeah, I don't see that either. Ezekiel Elliott, he has an ADP of fifth. I, once again, can see him going. He's a lock, locked in uh, top five overall pick. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, Cowboy. I think him and Dak both had a kind of sophomore slump last year. I yeah, think. I agree. And, well, no, la- I mean, last year was the year, like, the whole time. Is he going to be suspended or not? Yeah, he had all that crap issues. going on too. So, um, I think Zeke has a bounce back year this year as well. So, uh, six they have DeAndre Hopkins. He's one. He's a player I'm kind of torn on. I have never been his biggest fan, but there's no doubt that with Deshaun, with a healthy Deshaun Watson, he could be the number one fantasy wide receiver this season. With him, I could see him slipping into the top five potentially. But uh, I don't see him dropping out of the, probably the top eight either. That brings us to Kamara. I don't know if you want to start this one or not. Um, Alvin Kamara, definitely, definitely going to go. I think between, I'd say, five and ten for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see him falling to ten, to be completely honest, though. No, I don't either. I think Alvin Kamara really proved himself last year. I think he's definitely someone that you would want to get early because I don't think he'll be around too long. I don't know about uh, him slipping into the top five. I like his situation. He's got a high-scoring offense. Drew Brees at the helm. Mark Ingram suspended for four games. On paper, he looks to be uh, like poised for another great season. He could go. I mean, I just, I don't know. I could see him honestly putting up a number one overall running back season, but his you, you don't have, know yet. His pieces just have to fall into place for that to happen. 
And that brings us to eight. Eight's Odell Beckham. And he's a player I honestly think he, besides Hawkins, is probably the most likely to challenge Brown for the number one wide receiver spot. Yeah, absolutely. I keep saying yeah, absolutely, but you're, you're saying things I agree with here. Um, I'm a big Beckham guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Beckham guy. So. I mean, he's arguably the most physically talented and gifted wide receiver in the league. Yeah. Behind I, Brown. I think Brown, I think Brown is, is on a – above yeah. everyone else. But uh, that brings us – this is where I like we see uh, at number nine, according to ADP, we got Saquon Barkley. I think and, he could reach yeah. fifth. Yeah, I, I think, think he Barkley, could be. Oh, hot. I think I, it's a reach. But. I was I was watching or I was listening to another podcast and they said they could see him as going as high as number one. And to be honest with you, if someone like drafted him number one overall, I'd be shocked. But I would I would like it. The year that uh, the year that Zeke was a rookie, I planned on taking him ninth overall, which was way above his ADP at the time. It was like probably fourteenth. He got sniped the the pick right before me by Thomas. But you know, <laughs> I like they say uh, history favors the bold. I would love to see Saquon go early. I think he probably will. We got someone in the uh, league with two first-round picks, so maybe that would happen. I don't know. Uh, the Dan and Aaron trades. So oh, knows? okay. Yeah, okay. That could happen. Um, Tenth, then, is uh, Julio Jones. Yeah. And, like, once again, like, with these Julio and the OBJ wide receivers, like, I've seen them. Like, you know, they're Julio ADPs. Jones broke my heart last year. <laughs> yeah, last year I got Julio in a trade from Nick. Underperforming last year. He was underperforming. He, uh, I gave up Fournette and Doug Baldwin, which I think it worked out for both of us. I think they were both, both sides were pretty equal. But oh, it was a very Julio. I mean, he gave you. He's pretty boring. He was underwhelming for like how good he is. He he give a, he'd give you like his floor of like ten points, you know. But uh, of course, I played Nick, and that was the week he had his monster week of. And I had Matt Ryan, and uh, Muhammad Sanu threw a touchdown pass to Julio yeah, so Jones, so I got no that. points in that play. I don't know what he put up, but I he I don't put know, up like forty something, I think, maybe. and he single handedly single handedly won me the week. But it's funny, like you see them here; they're eight. They're listed as eighth still and tenth sleep overall. <laughs> they're listed as eighth and tenth overall, but I've seen them go as early as the top five. I've seen them go as late as late second round. So it'll be interesting to see what people do here in our league. Oh, so this is interesting. I haven't seen this one happen before. They have Michael Thomas listed 11th overall here. Yeah, that's I brought him up earlier. I've seen him inside the top 15 on a uh, yeah, lot of him. things I've been looking up on several sites. So. Yeah, I've seen him top 15. I haven't really seen him slip into the first round before. So uh, he's what people are calling the most underrated wide receiver so far uh, the past couple seasons. Yeah. he's uh, This is going to be his third season. He's not as flashy as a Julio or an OBJ, but he's a pretty consistent Reminds me of like a Larry Fitzgerald type of player. Catches a lot of balls. That's uh, that's helpful. Uh, <laughs> number twelve, we got Kareem Hunt. Uh, I think besides Kamara, maybe one of the most polarizing first round potential picks. They uh, have him listed as twelfth overall. Uh, I could see him going as early as seven or eight. I can see him going as late as probably fourteen, fifteen. Uh, it doesn't. I don't know how the. Let's put it this way: Patrick Mahomes, unproven, probably a better athlete definitely a better athlete than alex smith probably not oh, as, yeah. probably not as smart as a player as of right now in terms of qb intelligence and his like charisma so i'd be interested to see like how the offense is tailored to him and his play style yeah um yeah that's all i got <laughs> do you want to do, do you have him open or no still uh round 12 around cream hunt yeah well, yeah yeah if you want yeah i'll say you can take it from there yeah uh we have cream hunt at 12 closing out the uh first round I zoned out there. I got a notification. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have Cream Hunt at 12. Um, I like Cream Hunt. Uh, definitely 
uh, top-round talent last year, despite that fumble the first time he touched the ball after not fumbling at all at college. But he got it out of his system early, helped them beat the Patriots week one. Um, I like him in the first round. I'm a big Kareem Hunt guy, and uh, definitely, definitely on his bandwagon. Obviously, I don't think he'll fall to me when we go back down, yeah. but, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a Kareem Hunt guy. Kareem Hunt guy. So I figured we could outline the top 20 as potential players to make it in. Yeah, I was going to say, f- yeah, f- yeah, it's 15, fine. but I guess we could do. Yeah, then uh, we have two guys from uh, Los Angeles, the the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. I see LAC and think of LA Clippers, and I yeah. like, almost just said that. Uh, Keenan Allen's at 13, then Melvin Gordon is at 14. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm... I'm big believers in both. Keenan Allen is honestly a very talented wide receiver with some weird injuries over the years. Yeah. Uh, one year, <laughs> uh, probably think of what year it was, but he lacerated his kidney or his spleen. I think it, I think it was I his think it was spleen. spleen. His spleen. You're right. You know that's not really something I'd label as making a player uh, injury prone, but like that's how I think he's viewed now. Thirteen is pretty high for what I've seen him at, but you know I could I could see him slipping into that back end of the first round just once again depends on player uh preferences because he's a wide receiver and obviously yeah. he's a run on running backs i can see gordon slipping into the first round too gordon has a lot of people that like gordon are really high on him there's not like eh, yeah i guess i'll a, take him. people that like melvin gordon are very seen. high on melvin gordon yeah seeing him at 14 is a little weird but uh people like a lot of the analysts say He's kind of a bad real life football player, but he's good for fantasy. Yeah, because <laughs> he only averages his yard per carry. He's been like three point nine. I mean, also his rookie year, he didn't score a single touchdown, so that was kind of fl- weird, fluky in a way. Yeah. Um. Then, like we touched on earlier, Dalvin Cook at fifteen mm-hmm. here, very interesting. Yeah, to I put think, him that I high. Think he could definitely be a. You think interesting to put him that like low? Well, I feel like he had an injury that was a. Long term, yeah, he tore his ACL, which is for a running back not good, Mm-mm. obviously. And um, what did David Johnson do? I remember? can't. I feel like that was a leg. Yeah, I think it was lower body as well. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised to see Cook this high. Like he's definitely talented enough too, but coming off an injury that severe, especially for a position like the running back, um, I think later in the top twenty, I'd feel more comfortable personally taking him between twenty and twenty five, but. Again, that's solely based off the injury. Talent-wise, is he top 15, top 20? Absolutely. It's just uh, coming off an injury, especially an ACL injury. Um, just uh, I'd be a bit leery about taking him. Yeah, and just to uh, touch back on where we were talking about David Johnson, he it was the opener of week one last season, and it was actually a wrist injury. It was a dislocated wrist that put him out most of the season, not lower body. He came back and hurt his MCL. Okay, that's, that's what right. we were thinking of. So that brings us to uh, four, what, 16? Fournette, I believe. Yeah. We're okay. on the same thing, yeah. Yeah, same thing with him, you know, young young rookie running back last year. You have to worry about the sophomore slump, too, mm-hmm. here, like Zeke. Exactly. Not like Zeke played bad, but he didn't put no. up crazy numbers. I mean, I guess a lot of it, too, is off-field issues, too. Yeah. Uh, I think Fournette, I had him last year for a little bit, then you had him for the rest. Uh, they have him as ranked as our as a uh, top 10 running back. I agree with that. I don't really know how he'll be this year. Uh, the only concern I have, the question mark key carries is the chronic, uh, like ankle issues. Yeah. And with a running back, that's concerning, but they also talk about the impact that Bortles on that offense, but you know, the defense is good. The defense is, uh, very good on yeah, that. Jacksonville so, I mean, team. That's always it continues to get better back. too. They're adding weapons on off. Mm-hmm. I think they, uh, they might have a shot. 
Yeah, I mean they were that close to being the Patriots last year. To yeah, go to the, cha- to the well, they led that game for a while too, didn't yeah. they? Yep. Yeah, most of it. Uh, seventeen and eighteen. Two receivers. I'm personally not super high on. Uh, AJ Green and Devonte Adams. <laughs> yeah, that means interesting. Last year, AJ Green was a first round pick. We're seeing him as low as seventeen now. And then Devonte Adams, people are really high on. He figures to be the new Jordy Nelson in a way to to uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I was never huge on Adams, but now that Nelson is gone. He's uh he's crawling up there on my radar. Yeah, but. I mean he was a touchdown magnet last year, so it'll be interesting. Especially to see what with happens. the hype Aaron Rodgers is getting this season, that would be his number one target too. So yeah. I mean, best quarterback arguably in the league. Tom Brady's up there, but in terms of fantasy, Tom Brady's a system quarterback. <laughs> uh, that brings us to two players that in my I think were first round picks last year as well. Devontae Freeman at nineteen and Mike Evans at twenty. They were probably fringe first second round picks. Uh, Devontae Freeman. His, he finished as the number one overall running back in fantasy in 2016, I want to say. 2015, sounds, 2016. Yeah, I, think was, 2016. I think it was a year or two ago. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, question mark. Every running back in this draft so far is a question mark. His is going to be Tevin Coleman and the impact of the timeshare, if there is a timeshare there or not. Mike Evans, uh, he had a monster year, uh, I think, two years ago. The year before that, he'd been kind of eh. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see about him, too. So, I mean, really outside of that, that's I guess the top 20 is good enough to cover. But just outside the top 20, a couple players I want to touch on, the one in particular is uh, an ADP of 22 is Jarek McKinnon, who is now in San Francisco, leaving Minnesota to be the presumed lead back. Any thoughts on him? Um, I like what they're doing in San Francisco. I like McKinnon um, with him and Garoppolo there. I think uh... – the team overall, I think, will be significantly better. McKinnon, I do also believe. McKinnon, uh, for me. Very, can really get some eyes on him here, I think, yeah, this season. I, the thing for me, I think the system's going to be better for him, a Kyle Shanahan offense. Uh, my concerns with him are, A, if he can handle a bigger workload, and, B, uh, I don't see him. I just don't see him being on any of my teams this year because I think that price is a little too steep for me. Yeah. And while I, I think I will fade him, I think someone will definitely pull the trigger there. Oh, certain players, almost like, definitely. Yeah, like you know, someone will probably draft him there. So. Um, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, he's just finishing. He's probably projected twenty three. That'd be, yeah, that's that'd fair. Be, that'd be second it's round. It's so pick. it's so funny though, because like a guy like Rob Gronkowski, if he was not some huge guy, Tom Brady threw the ball to all the time. Like, I feel like anybody else with all this off field drama would like put up some red flags. Yeah, but just because like you know Tom Brady will throw it to him several times throughout the game, you know that he's a ox basically out there he you know plays through a lot of pain but like you hear about a guy who like they weren't sure he was going to play football like he was like not talking to the team for a bit he's been banged up last year even like he has a lot of red flags but and he's a guy that you might be like you know kind of you know not keen on taking inside like the top 25 but he's the talent is there you can't deny that so uh i think it's a fair you know assumption to have gronkowski that high then um yeah oh, I'm trying I was gonna say I'm trying to think two of the, white guys uh, in a row Christian McCaffrey's 24th oh, yeah well I was gonna say it's like the expression uh you always hear about like things that are always happening yeah like the death taxes and Tim Duncan as they usually say so I mean it's kind of like what you were just talking about death taxes and Rob Gronkowski going in the second or third round kind of like a perennial pick around there and I mean last year honestly he wasn't worth it he did like close to nothing last year yeah <laughs> there were questions <laughs> of if he'd play they questioned having uh Dwayne Allen and uh, whoever else was I believe there. I had Gronkowski last year. He was very... You did? I 
No, I think Brian did. I can't. I had him. I had him one of the two years. I can't remember which year it was. But yeah, it might have been that year. I don't know who it was last year. But yeah, would you? I know you like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. I took last year. Um, I actually wanted him. I wasn't planning on using him as a starting back every week, but uh, like we touched earlier, he gets a lot of those screen passes. Um, he's more. He's a very definition of a receiving back. Essentially, mm-hmm. gets a lot of catches. Um, touchdowns, almost every game. <laughs> he gets a lot of touchdowns too. Um, I'm a very big uh, Christian McCaffrey guy. I'd like to see him get better from just actual like handoff. Yeah, in between the standpoint tackles, yards really per carry. But um, I mean, unless they really drastically change something in terms of how they want to utilize him, then I don't see why he would not be a pick inside the top 25 at yeah, all. Yeah, Jonathan Stewart's no longer there. Yeah, especially because Stewart's gone now. I feel like, well, even last year they were saying they were making like playbook designated for, for McCaffrey, yeah, like building around him. him. So now that as you know a roadblock's out of his way, I feel like yeah. you know McCaffrey's a very smart pick this year. CJ Anderson's actually there now, but I don't know. I'd, if he's I was much. never high on CJ. No, he I, he burned me. He was a first round pick by me that year after his breakout in Denver. I mean, Just, they were struggling in Denver. Yep. He didn't really do much. Uh, so I don't so, know. I don't see him being a big threat either to him. I feel like you just build the future. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's already you know very good. Why not just keep grooming him, making mm-hmm. him develop as a player? Then uh, Travis Kelsey. Closes out the top 25. Yeah. I don't know about New him. New quarterback. Either. That's the thing for him is he – I mean, he's a stud. I think Jared usually has him personally. Mahomes, though. Um, that's the thing. The young quarterback's best friends is tight end. Tight ends, He's always true. right there on the short pass. Mm-hmm. So, definitely not a bad look to take Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I'm a fan of Travis Kelsey. I mean, at his ADP of 25, probably not for me. I don't really – I'm not really looking for a tight end in the first probably – four or five rounds i like the later guys so uh won't be someone i'll probably roster this year but overall it'll be interesting to see the dynamic between him and a rookie yeah absolutely um i like i touched on earlier you have to like the thought mm-hmm. of a you know well, i said rookie but i mean he never really played he's not oh a rookie, yeah but you're right he isn't a rookie. he's not a rookie anymore I but mean, i mean he ha- he's is. not really he played like one game last he's season. not really played you know mm-hmm. much in like regular season action so i yeah. mean i still feel like young quarterback not rookie um Throwing it off to the tight end is going to be a good look. Yeah, Very good look. So thanks again, once again, for having me here. Oh, no problem. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Any final thought? <laughs> Usually do a final thought. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything related to what we've talked about today. Thomas, if you're listening, get me money for our draft board. Yes, the draft board. Crucial. Crucial. Um, uh, Nick Hardner, the commissioner, the ratings machine here. Great to have you back again. Hope to get you on um, if we do any more of these over the summer. Yeah, I, I still think I, I feel like before the uh, post draft festivities begin, we should uh, we should do one of these really quick. Just touch on it. Maybe bring some. Uh, let me know. People probably listen to this in the league. So um, you want me to bring this crap to Nick's house <laughs> and we can get some like post draft interviews. See what everybody thinks. Yeah, that'd be cool. If we get I think a, that'd get be a really, microphone there. Do some uh, yeah post draft analysis. I think that'd be really cool. So um, shout I'll out to hopefully that. 12 viewers for this one, 12 I'll, listeners. I'll, hopefully. I'll, I'll listen to it, see how we sounded here. But, uh, yeah, Nick, thank you so much for being here. Uh, kind of spur-of-the-moment thing we threw together yeah. here. Do we have any – try and think of any league mates we want to shout out last second here. Um, shout out to Kyle. Got that first pick in your first <laughs> season. Don't screw it up. I mean, it's hard to because there's a lot of people I feel like are acceptable to take at one. But uh, just just best of luck. Best of luck to you. Yeah. Uh, I think I was gonna say I think we mentioned almost everyone. Wanted to shout out to uh, 
John for a couple oh, John, years ago. Oh, the man. Yeah, he's coming in coming town in for from our out of draft. Town. Yeah. Shout out to him for being... Big John guy. John yeah, doesn't like me, but I like John, so it's okay. <laughs> well, shout out to him for talking to us more than Brian, and John lives many states away. Wow. So that's a good, you know, the shade good friendship right there. Shade has been thrown. Mark, welcome back. Big, yeah. big shout out to Mark. Big, that was probably so loud. Um, big shout outs to Mark. It's great to have Mark back. Top tier, top tier friend, top tier, uh, top tier fantasy football <laughs> player. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see where he does, where Until he next goes. Time. Need for Sneed. Hopefully, hopefully that's hopefully, not a thing. Hopefully, Sneed uh, doesn't do, play again. Did we again. hit everybody? Did we get to everybody? Yeah, I think we touched I on everyone. Like, I feel like at least a little we bit. Got, we brought, I think we brought everybody up a bit. Yeah, so. Um, hey, listen until you hear your name, you know. Yeah, Thanks just keep listening. listening. Then re-listen to it if you don't think we mentioned you. And then listen to it again if you just to make sure. As always, feedback is appreciated. Feedback is always appreciated. Um, if you want to... Yeah, I'm going to bring this stuff to the draft, I think. And then if we want to do it, we can do yep, it. Yep, I'm down. Um, yeah, so... um. Get ready. Get ready. The draft, August Friday, August 3rd. Last thing, closing moments. Favorite league memory so far. A moment that actually happened. Favorite happen. league memory. I'll oh, start boy. mine. I like mine. I like, I like when I told. Uh, I offered a trade to Brian, and he told me he wasn't going to take it. And then I went to set my lineup because it was a Thursday, and it turns out he <laughs> had taken it. And I was so absolutely confused because I had no clue that he had taken it. And I tried to, like, get it reversed, and obviously yep. I had no case because. You left it. But I was verbally told that he was not going to take the trade. <laughs> so, like. It was kind of a dick move, but it's something I see myself doing. So I remember I that argument at lunch, actually. Yeah. My favorite is when uh, Alec, out of spite for some bullshit that happened, he benched OBJ, and it caused John to miss the playoffs one season. <laughs> good times. Always good times. All right, um, we'll see you at the draft. Nick, thank fuckers. you. Friday, August 3rd, the fantasy football draft will commence uh, we'll probably make a Twitter, so we can't shout it out yet. There is one. I'm not sure what the state of it is. If not, there'll be another one. Follow Island Almost if you want to get updates on that. Nick Hardner's out. He's walking away already. He's said enough of this. Quit rambling. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for the support. I know these people listening to this make up the majority of the views and listens when we're not actually just talking about people directly involved. Uh, thank you so much for continuing to, uh, you know, support this, um, very, you know, Mean it a lot. Mean uh, Nick's making faces. Um, yeah, I really do appreciate it. Uh, bottom of my heart, appreciate it. Love all you guys. Thank you so much. Um, I've been Nick. Nick was just here as the first actual like interviewee guest. Um, I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Draft Friday, August 3rd. We'll see you there. Just leave already. Friday, August 3rd. We'll see you there. Take care. <laughs>